Today is Thursday, the fifth day of August. Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise. It is good to be here today to spend a bit of time focusing on the message of the Lord God that He's blessed us with. We live in challenging times with a lot of messages being shot across the screens of our lives. What we often see in God's living word are absolutes, black and white, not the many different shades of gray that our society promotes and encourages. Each day we have a choice, which values and positions will I hold on to even if I lose the comforts and perhaps relationships that I hold dear? Words, friends, they matter more than just being a passing fancy. We're reading from the New King James Version this week, and today we are exploring Psalm 5, Psalm 35, Psalm 65, Psalm 95, and Psalm 125. At the very end of the podcast, for those who desire to go deeper into God's Word, this month we are focusing on the Gospel of Luke. Today we will enter chapter 3. But first, as we do every day, let's pause and ask the Lord to be the focus of this time and also to be our guide. Lord, we come humbly into this moment to seek you, to draw near to you, to get to know you better, to hear your voice, to experience your peace, to experience your joy, these gifts that only come from you that we can't find here on our own on earth. Lord, we are desperate. We're living in desperate times, very confusing times. Yet you are still here and you are still God and you are still on the throne. And yes, Jesus is coming again. And so, Lord, we wait expectantly, watching, yearning for Jesus' soon return. We open our hearts and we open our minds to you today as we listen to your holy word, your living word. Lord, feed us, nourish us, plant these seeds deep in our life. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey through this day. Psalm 5, a prayer for guidance, a psalm of David. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For to you I pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of your mercy. In fear of you, I will worship toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb. 
they flatter with their tongue. Pronounce them guilty, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against you. But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor you will surround him as with a shield. Psalm 35 The Lord, the avenger of his people, a psalm of David. Plead my case, O Lord, with those who strive with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Also, draw out the spear and stop those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those be put to shame and brought to dishonor who seek after my life. Let those be turned back and brought to confusion who plot my hurt. Let them be like chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery and let the angel of the Lord pursue them. For without cause they have hidden their net for me in a pit, which they have dug without cause for my life. Let destruction come upon him unexpectedly, and let his net that he has hidden catch himself. Into that very destruction let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him? Yes, the poor and the needy from him who plunders him. Fierce witnesses rise up. They ask me things that I do not know. They reward me evil for good, to the sorrow of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled myself with fasting, and my prayer would return to my own heart. I paced about as though he were my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one who mourns for his mother. But in my adversity they rejoiced and gathered together. Attackers gathered against me, and I did not know it. They tore at me and did not cease. With ungodly mockers at feasts they gnashed at me with their teeth. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue me from their destructions, my precious life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly. I will praise you among many people. Let them not rejoice over me who are wrongfully my enemies, nor let them wink with the eye who hate me without a cause. For they do not speak peace, but they devise deceitful matters against the quiet ones in the land. They also opened their mouth wide against me and said, Aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. This you have seen, O Lord. Do not keep silence. O Lord, do not be far from me. Stir up yourself and awake to my vindication, to my cause, my God, and my Lord.
Vindicate me, O Lord my God, according to your righteousness. Let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Ah, so we would have it. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be ashamed and brought to mutual confusion who rejoice at my hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor who exalt themselves against me. Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, Let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. Psalm 65 Praise to God for His salvation and providence. A Psalm of David, a song. Praise is awaiting you, O God in Zion, and to you the vow shall be performed. O you who hear prayer, to you all flesh will come. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, you will provide atonement for them. Blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you, that he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. By awesome deeds and righteousness, you will answer us, O God of our salvation. You who are the confidence of all the ends of the earth and of the far-off seas, who establish the heavens by his strength, being clothed with power, you who still the noise of the seas, the noise of their waves, and the tumult of the peoples. They also who dwell in the farthest places are afraid of your signs. You make the outgoings of the morning and evening rejoice. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, so you have prepared it. You water its ridges abundantly. You settle its furrows. You make it soft with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered with grain. They shout for joy. They also sing. Psalm 95 A Call to Worship and Obedience O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture, the sheep of his hand. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion 
as in the day of trial in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me. They tried me, though they saw my work. For forty years I was grieved with that generation, and said, It is a people who go astray in their hearts, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 125. The Lord, the strength of his people, a song of ascents. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous reach out their hands to iniquity. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good and to those who are upright in their hearts. As for such as turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them away with the workers of iniquity. Peace be upon Israel. I wonder if the month of August will be the month of words, at least for my life. The Lord has really been illuminating how important words are. All words are either profitable or trash. If I would be totally honest with all the words that I consume in a day through reading, watching various media, listening to the radio, podcasts, and engaging in communication throughout the day, There is a lot of rubbish. I mean that a lot of the words do not add or bring value to my spiritual journey, or probably anybody's spiritual journey. While preparing for recording today, I took a moment to highlight every word in each psalm that had to do with words and how they are conveyed. And honestly, I was stunned at the magnitude In simply the first psalm, there are a lot of them. The word words. Then there are the methods. Just in Psalm 5, each of these requires words to convey communication. Cry, pray, speak, worship, pronounce, counsel, rejoice, shout, defend. The instruments that the Lord has equipped us with that is unique from any other animal, any other species, a voice, a mouth, a tongue, a throat. Psalm 95 has a very strong warning that I want to share again, starting in verse 7 to the end. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion as in the day of trial in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, they tried me, though they saw my work. For forty years I was grieved with that generation and said, It is a people who go astray in their hearts, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my wrath, They shall not enter my rest." Every day, here at PsalmsCast, listeners hear God's words, words that the Holy One has prepared to instruct us how to live through life. 
is very clear. If you will, they are black against a pure white background of God's holiness. There are no shades of gray in his living words. God's black, crisp edges are clear truth. And for those who follow them in reverential fear and wonder, they will experience God's provision, his protection, and his providence. To every man, woman, and child, the Lord offers his love and his faithfulness and his redemption. But they have to choose God and leave the ways and the designs of man behind. Is it hard? Yes, often it is. Because the bullies of our society get up close and personal, attacking on all sides, just as we hear they did against David when the enemies of God sought to destroy the one who is after God's own heart, David. Honestly, I personally am more afraid of God's wrath and being found to be a person who goes astray in my heart, ignoring and rejecting God's ways to satisfy man's dictates. Because God is very clear, when we reject His ways, we are at risk of His wrath. And in verse 11, the Lord said, They shall not enter my rest. Historically, we only have to look into the happenings of the book of Exodus to see how God did reject a fickle, entire adult population of the nation of the descendants of Jacob, what we know as Israel, who were enslaved in Egypt. Those adults saw God's great deeds that he used to break Egypt and Pharaoh. Yet, when they were out in the desert, the people grumbled with their words from their mouths and rebelled with their life choices. It was unimaginably high. They were made to wander in the wilderness and the desert, living in tents for the next 40 years, until all but two of the adult generation, who were age 20 when they left Egypt, died. God caused the bones of millions of people, every single adult, minus two that were faithful, Caleb and Joshua, to be scattered in the wilderness. So remember, words matter, and God is listening to them and watching our life choices and decisions. So, Father, oh, words matter. Your words, our words. This is something that we declare today, even as we review where we are in these next steps that we're taking in your word. There is no other hope but you. There never was. There never will be. And so we put our hope and our trust completely in you, completely in you, and invite your Holy Spirit to come, come fully, come and transform us, come and continue to awaken us because every day it's a battle between our knowledge of good and evil and our trying to figure you out. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to come And in turn, we turn to you with the faith of a child. We believe. Come, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. For those who want to dive deeper into God's Word, hang in here for just a few more moments while we wrap up 
We are entering the third chapter of the Gospel of Luke. I have a couple of prayers. One of them's an update and one's new. The update is Ralph is recovering from this third spinal surgery, but he is still in great pain. And yes, the meds are confusing his mind a bit. The plan is to move Ralph to a rehab facility to work on getting him back on the path to wellness. Stella is holding up, but they're having to make a lot of decisions for future care plans. Let's continue to provide a prayer covering for Ralph, for Stella, and for all the caregivers working on his case. And then we have TC, who is a young Christian woman who's faced with some very difficult, hard choices about her future. She is asking for prayer for clear confirmation of which path she will follow, her heart or her Lord. If you desire to connect with us at PsalmsCast, to share your thoughts, to ask questions, to ask us to pray, or to request a Bible, our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. If you prefer to call or text, the number in the United States is 470 470- Two four zero one five zero nine. If you're outside the United States, WhatsApp probably is your best method. That number is one four seven zero two four zero one five zero nine. You can also make the connection through social media. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God, the Gospel of Luke, Chapter 3. This Gospel ramps up quickly. From Chapter 1, where an angel visits a young virgin, an elderly priest has an encounter with an angel informing him that his barren older wife will have a son, and they will name him John. That infant is filled with the Holy Spirit while in utero, and the child grows and lives in the desert. In chapter 2, Jesus is born in a lonely, humble place, yet angels announce his birth to the shepherds around Bethlehem, who come to worship the baby. When the parents take Jesus to the temple, there we witness two people who have been waiting for the promised Messiah, watching with expectation that God is a truth-teller, and both are rewarded with arriving at the temple at exactly their right moment. Jesus, an infant, they recognized him as Messiah because they were listening to God. They heard God's words. So today we move forward. So as we enter this chapter of the Gospel of Luke, Allow God's words to wash over you and to wash through you. Trust the Holy Spirit to plant these truths deep with inside you, in your very being. Remember the purpose of this section is for you to learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply God's truth in your life. Luke chapter 3 John the Baptist prepares the way. Now in the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch 
of Iteria and the region of Trachonitis, and Licinia, Tetrach of Abilene. While Annas and Caiaphas were high priests, the word of God came to John the son of Zacharias in the wilderness, and he went into all the regions around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough ways smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. John preaches to the people. Then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him, Broad of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now an axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So the people asked him, saying, What shall we do then? He answered and said to them, He who has two tunics, let him give one to him who has none, and he who has food, let him do likewise. Then tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than what is appointed for you. Likewise, the soldiers asked him, saying, And what shall we do? So he said to them, Do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely, and be content with your wages. Now as the people were in expectation, and all reasoned in their hearts about John, whether he was the Christ or not, John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His willowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. And with many other exhortations he preached to the people. But Herod the Tetrarch, being rebuked by him concerning Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, and for all the evils which Herod had done, also added this above all, that he shut John up in prison. John baptizes Jesus. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. The heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended in the bodily form like a dove above him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. The Genealogy of Jesus Christ Now Jesus himself 
began his ministry at about 30 years of age, being, as was supposed, the son of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Mathet, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Janna, the son of Joseph, the son of Mathathiah, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Eslai, the son of Nagai, the son of Maah, the son of Matthiah, the son of Semei, the son of Joseph, the son of Judah, the son of Joannes, the son of Resa, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, the son of Neri, the son of Melchi, the son of Adai, the son of Kosam, the son of Elmodam, the son of Ur, the son of Joseph, the son of Eleazar, the son of Joram, the son of Matheth, the son of Levi, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son of Jonan, the son of Eliakim, the son of Melia, the son of Mian, the son of Mathatha, the son of Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salmon, the son of Noshon, the son of Abinadab, the son of Ram, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Serug, the son of Reu, the son of Pelig, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arphaxed, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Wow, the genealogy of Jesus' forefathers is rather mind-blowing, especially when attempting to pronounce them correctly. God was the father, the creator of Adam, the first man. There are 75 generations from Adam to Jesus. In chapter 1, we heard testimony of John the Baptist's birth, which actually was pretty amazing. How cool that while John was still encased in his mother Elizabeth, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. God had a unique ministry for John. The last verse of chapter 1 reads, So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his manifestation to Israel. So just a couple of thoughts, reflecting on chapter 1 and chapter 3. John was born to elderly parents, and we were told that he was in the deserts until God called him forth in chapter 3. How many people do you suppose John spent time talking to or preaching to in the wilderness of the desert? And yet the Holy Spirit had been preparing him to use his words and his voice to prepare the people by calling them to repentance. Repentance is having the awareness that we are not as we should be, realizing that God is holy and He expects us to be living holy lives as well. And when that awareness happens, those who came to John, they were asking him how-to questions. How should I live? Words matter. Even our questions often can reveal our true motives.